0: what's up guys welcome back to another episode of inside the crazy ant farm holy moly we are on episode 58 of the podcast 58 man my back's starting to hurt my hair's turning gray (laughs) like uh i need to get that just for men where they you know it looks nice
1: are you speaking on behalf of the show this is the, the show uh, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Or,
1: or, or this is real life. No, okay. we don't, no, we don't want to talk. No,
0: I don't want to talk about how I'm losing hair. <laughs> or you could it's... just shave it like I do. No, right? I, mean? <laughs> I don't want to shave it. I'm, it's a good thing I'm a hat guy. It's just, it's... It's,
2: uh, which will force you to have uh, to shave it uh, in, uh, in coming years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Crazy. We're getting
0: crazy right off the bat. But before we do that, we got to send a special thank you and a special shout out to East Beach Specialties, our sponsor of this podcast. And here's a little bit of what they offer.
1: For the last 18 years, East Beach Specialties has helped businesses, schools, churches, and clubs on and near the Mississippi Gulf Coast promote events, deploy effective marketing strategies, bring unique products to life, fill events with fun, and create unique giveaways. They offer products such as custom t-shirts, apparel like hats, polos, sportswear, and loungewear. They also offer corporate gifts and employee incentives bags and accessories social responsible products and of course promotional products visit com for your product because having fun is serious business
0: all right now let's get started with the show we got some crazy marvel industry news going on a whole bunch of disney stuff breaking in the entertainment industry going on this week oh my goodness plus you know we have our guest the one and only Audrey Walter is coming back on the show to promote her Netflix film.
2: That's right. Uh, ride, Walk, Rodeo. Yes. <laughs> I think, hold on. Walk, Ride, Rodeo. There Let me is. get that right. There it is.
0: There it is. Man, that she's just a phenomenal person. Yeah, she's, she's so a nice, lot of fun, man. Yeah, she really is. Plus, you know we have... Box Office Predictions, This Day in History, Word of the Day, Billboard Chart Toppers, and just so much more.
2: Yeah, man. Packed show. Packed yeah, show. Yeah,
0: seriously. But let's get started with some breaking
2: news, guys. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, did, did anybody see this one coming? No, no. one. <laughs> I,
0: I, like, we were in the middle of doing an interview, recording a pre-recorded interview, and then saw this headline. James Gunn coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 to direct and write.
2: Yeah, you heard J-Lo right. This is not a joke. James Gunn is back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Uh, Disney confirmed it. Uh, James Gunn confirmed it. Everybody's confirmed. Batista, I'm sure, will be tweeting Yeah, you know he's coming back. Yeah, you know. Um, This is huge news. Yeah. This is huge news. Um, For anybody who doesn't know, and we talked about this a lot on the show, Disney never even approached another director or even contemplated... Yeah, they Mar- were ready Marvel to never even
0: thought about it.
2: Yeah, no. They, they were ready to shelve the film and just focus on other stuff. Yeah. And I guess the reason being is now we're finding out is because they wanted Gunn back. Yeah. Um. So here's how it basically kind of went down. Alan Horn, the head of uh, uh pictures there, Um. he...
0: Disney Pictures?
2: Disney, yeah. he uh, He's the... Everybody forget. Marvel Studios does still fall under Walt Disney's pictures. Yeah. So he basically now saying he understands James Gunn's apology. Mm -hmm. He accepts the apology. Says he's learned from it. He's he's a better person from it. And he believes that he's that he's generally sorry and is working to be a uh, okay. That all that's great. Yeah. That's all sounds good. But. Why did it take a year for you to believe Yeah, <laughs> seriously.
0: I mean, he signed on to a Warner Brothers project, Suicide Squad 2, or at least, like, you know, a different story of exactly. Suicide
2: Squad. So, I mean,
0: how are they gonna do that?
2: Yeah. Okay, well, here, okay. Th- yeah, all kinds of shit broke today. This is this is crazy. Apparently, one of the reasons that he's able to come back is because Marvel Studios has agreed, and Disney has signed off on, that they will not move forward with Guardians of the Galaxy 3 until. Suicide Squad 2 is done. Okay. Until his commitment to cool. Suicide Squad yeah. 2 is done, which made it, in essence, easy for Gunn to come back because, like we said, they hadn't approached anybody. They had no plans of moving right. forward without him anyway. Um, so, there you go. That's how it's going to go down. If you guys remember what we talked about this right after it happened, right after he got fired, Kevin Feige went to bat for him mm-hmm. and tried to get him to, yeah. to stay, and they just weren't happy. And Go back, listen to our show because myself, JLo Fantastic, Lil Cam, Tavy, all of us, we said we think the smart move would be to get rid of him, let it die, let it lay low, let's move on, and then at the time when the time is right bring him back yeah i mean we disney
0: Disney was going through a whole bunch of stuff at that time i mean, remember that was the round time where the whole roseanne thing went yes. down. so it, it, they were expecting to deliver answers and deliver like xr deliver demands and all that good stuff yeah
2: so i mean i think they did the right thing here yeah they, they got rid of him when they needed to get rid of him. and to james gunn's credit He remained silent. Okay, pay attention, and we're going to be talking about this story coming up, Lori Loughlin, Felicity Huffman. Crisis counselors say, lay low, shut up, go away. Exactly. That's how you survive these things. That's how James Gunn survived. Exactly. He kind of just stayed quiet on the whole situation. He made his initial apology and then just backed off, stayed Mm -hmm. quiet, moved on. Said he respected Disney. It was a business decision. He's good. That's how you survive. Yeah. He's back. Now let's get into it, JLo, because I have a reason why I think they didn't approach anybody. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, I think it has a lot to do with this Captain Marvel success. Absolutely, so, Captain Marvel. Yeah.
2: Okay. As if, as if you guys hadn't heard, it's the number one movie in the world right now. Yeah. Huge success. Huge success. Yeah. First female-led movie, and we're going to talk about the next one coming in a little bit. Um, but. And what this basically does, Guardians of the Galaxy basically introduce the space yeah. part of, the galactic part, if you yeah. will, of the MCU. And Gunn is is brilliant at... Showing that. Showing that yeah. and taking like a group of characters mm-hmm. and making them work. Especially campy groups. Yes, campy groups. So... They've announced already that after this phase is over and it's all done and and moves on, the Eternals is going to be the next group that they focus on. Mm -hmm. Also, space-oriented, galactic-oriented, okay? So clearly, they have made their intention clear that the direction that they are moving after this final phase ends with Endgame is to go out to the galactic MCU to focus on the, well, guys and gals... You can't have the galactic part of the MCU without yeah. the Fantastic Four. Yep, yep. Um.
0: So you think he might take over? For I do. That? I
2: think the I think the intention has always been to hand over the Fantastic Four once it was back in the stable yeah. to James Gunn Oof. because he can handle the campy group, but he can give it all of the action oriented drama storyline that it needs and but it's comedic it relief comedic yeah just like guardians of the galaxy
0: exactly exactly and so, i mean you know we want to we want to plug ourselves a little bit speaking of captain marvel oh
2: absolutely exactly
0: we got a guest coming up
2: akira akbar yes uh i think it's safe to say almost everybody in america has seen this movie if not too bad if you haven't spoilers here yep. akira plays monica rambo mm-hmm. she's um if you will carol danver's niece mm-hmm. um she plays a pivotal role in this film. She, in she fact, does. she helps Carol remember who she is, yeah. and basically makes that transition into Captain Marvel and yeah. not, you know, the the warrior years. Yeah. Um. Even helps her with the costume. Yeah. So pick the best colors. Exactly. So pivotal role in the film. Yeah. And for all you geeks out there, and maybe you're not a geek, but newsflash, Monica Rambeau becomes Captain Marvel dun, dun, when dun. she grows up. Yep. And if you're paying attention, this was in the 90s, so mm-hmm. current day, Monica would be Captain Marvel. old enough to be Captain there Marvel. Shit. Are we going to see that? Yeah. We don't know! Oh my goodness,
0: that'd know. be crazy, man. And she was also on This Is Us, so we want to plug that oh, as well. Oh yeah,
2: uh, as young Beth. Yeah, uh, young she, Beth. Just This girl's 11, and she's in the number one movie in the world, uh, and so one of the epic. highest rated shows on television. Getting yes. it
0: done. Yeah, seriously, you'd be expecting that around like April 5th. Yeah. April 5th, around yeah. there. So yeah. that'll be great. That'll be great. But, but, I mean, we got to stick with Captain Marvel in the endgame. Like, we saw that the new trailer broke. Unexpected. S- Unexpected. Unexpected. I, nobody was expecting this. Yeah. Sh- Everybody thought there might only be one trailer for this right. film.
2: Right, right. Because, you know, now they're into... These days, all the studios drop teasers for the trailer. Yeah, like 30-second well, things, yeah. yeah. It's like, in, uh, tomorrow, see the new trailer. But there was, like, no one... Literally just... Dropped yeah. yesterday, yesterday morning out of nowhere. Nowhere, and holy shit! Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Endgame is just everything. Oh my! God. I can't wait. It's gonna be three hours of shit your pants. Yeah, like I just
0: love the little dialogue between her and Thor, like uh, that. Yeah, but that at enough. The end, yeah, like
2: clearly Thor is trying to say I'm the strongest I'm, in the Marvel, I'm Marvel the universe. I'm the powerful. I'm the powerful. Yeah. So he calls the battle axe. You know, he calls and it whizzes right by fucking Captain Marvel. She, she doesn't, doesn't even flinch, know. and she looks at him like okay and yeah and he's like oh yeah, shit yeah. i like her yeah you know? but a lot of things happen in this fucking trailer mm-hmm. we see all of the avengers including tony and nebula who now we know must have escaped the ship Had out to. in space how we don't know was it captain marvel was it pepper mm. did, you know we we've heard rumors that yeah. pepper suits up as rescue yeah did she rescue them no pun intended pun intended um lol but we see them walking and in the suits, in the suits, the quantum realm suits, oh, shit. which all but guarantees we're going to see the time travel. Time everybody's travel. been talking Are about. Are we
0: going back to New York in 2012?
2: I think we're going all over the map. Rumor oh, is, is, we go all the way back to Peggy. Wow, in like World War Two and shit. So there's a, and then you see this great scene where Cap's like slams on the shield and's like grunts mm-hmm. like uh oh is this his final battle yeah. is this it well I um, mean
0: all the all the posters they got him front and, front center. and center
2: front and, and we hear one of them is making it all we know for a fact Feige has confirmed somebody makes the ultimate sacrifice yeah. my guess is it's Cap and then Iron Man retires because he can't deal with the guilt yeah. of Cap going but does cap die Mm. see with the whole time travel thing and then if you guys noticed in this new trailer peggy was doing the voice talking and she said sometimes you just have to start over Mm -hmm. i think one that's a clue that the mcu is rebooting itself after endgame yeah like we just talked about going galactic and two is she hinting that maybe in the whole time travel thing steve doesn't die but decides to stay back in time with peggy
0: mm-hmm That'd be crazy. Right? I mean, in <laughs> essence, he
2: still disappears from the main timeline, yeah. but he just goes back and lives out his life wow. with Peggy.
0: Yeah. That'd be crazy.
2: That would be crazy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. And, and so, and this is what I love, okay? Iger,
0: mm-hmm.
2: he's, sometimes he's just a big kid, okay? Seriously. He's been tweeting a lot lately, if you guys haven't seen, but Iger tweeted almost right after the trailer drops and just very subtly said, I think this is going to be pretty big. Yep. What do you think? <laughs> and, I mean, literally, yeah. I was like, oh my god!" Oh, shit. Uh, All right, so speaking of Iger, though, and oh boy, am I excited about this one. This one. Iger said last week that the deal with 21st Century Fox was close. Mm-hmm. Well, he announced this week they have a date. Yeah, March 20th is the closing Finally. date for the acquisition of 21st Century Fox. And according to Iger, 21st Century Fox shareholders will have until... Thursday of this week, so we should have already had that happen. Uh, but we should say, as we're recording this, it will be Thursday yep. to choose the amount of cash and Disney stock that they want to receive. Yep. For anybody who doesn't know, that's how they're getting paid out. They're yep. going to have the option to receive stock and or Disney stock and or cash option yep. for their 21st century stock. Um, the acquisition will become effective 12:02 a.m. March 20th. Mm. Now, here's why I'm really, really, really excited about this. Because that means from 12:02 a.m. Eastern time, March 20th, Disney owns all of the Marvel properties that 20th Century Fox had. It's back in the stable. (laughs) Which means, I'm telling you, I just feel it. If anybody can see his face right now. At the (laughs) end of Endgame. Dealing it! <laughs> Fantastic Four, or Silver Surfer, or Galactus, or something along those lines is happening at the end of Endgame. I'm, I am I, just know uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I saw a lot of
0: Twitter freaking fans. They want Galactus, man. Yeah, They want yeah. that to be the next villain.
2: Yeah, I would find it extremely hard to believe, and we've talked about this for the past couple weeks, but I would find it extremely hard to believe that they had cast the fantastic four and kept that secret all this time seriously but galactus will be more cgi yeah i can totally that see galactus sense. or this or the surfboard flying by right. at the end to yeah. set that up yeah but we've seen the watchers yeah. you know now we've seen the scroll mm-hmm. in captain marvel so we know that the fantastic four properties are coming. are popping up in yeah. mcu films So I just, mm. and there's got to be a reason. Iger is a very smart man. He is a brilliant man. There's a reason this deal closed before Endgame. And he was adamant about that. We got to get this bad boy shut down, closed, done, sealed before Endgame. Well, I mean, they they see where they're making a lot of money. They see that. I mean, they're
0: putting, what, Marvel at least puts out five films a year, but not next year. Not next year. Yeah, next year it's going to be a dead year, guys. If anybody didn't know, no Marvel films are coming out in 2020.
2: And, I and, not know that. Yeah. yeah, and we should say that's for strategic reasons. They're going to take a hit in their in their profit next year because of the upstart of Disney Plus. Yeah. Um. And they've already alerted shareholders to that. They've already alerted the SEC. There's going to be some repositioning of profit, and they expect to take a big loss next year. Yeah. Because of starting the streaming service and therefore they cut back on the budget of the movies. And so that's why you're not gonna see as many released and no Marvel movies released. But we do know we're getting a bunch of Marvel series. Yeah. So I mean true. we're not gonna be without yeah. Marvel. Yeah.
0: Um and it's time for Star Wars step up. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Just um, saying. To a make lot it of sound
1: like It's a step up Star Wars
2: mashup. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting, actually. Um,
0: if only all could see that. Yeah, 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 but
2: only if it was like Jessica Elba and like Channing Tatum, or Channing Tatum. Like they, they should do that movie. Yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. All right.
0: uh, I mean, speaking of Channing Tatum, I just saw this today. They said the since the awful box office release of the last Fantastic Four franchise, that the Gambit movie was will probably never happen.
2: Yeah. Which, well, now we'll just have to see because now it's Marvel. Exactly. So, Marvel can, like, you know, I hope they stick with Channing as Gambit, Gambit if yeah. they do decide to readdress that because uh, I he think said he'd, he'd even direct choice. it. Yeah, I think he'd be a great choice. Yeah. Um, speaking of, after the huge success of Captain Marvel, we all know the next uh, female led movie for uh, Marvel is going to be Black Widow. Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently they have reached out to laggy's director lynn shelton to direct she's at the top of the list Mm -hmm. um she's been in early talks with marvel um for a while and it's looking good on more news of that uh Apparently they've reached out to Camilla Mendez from Riverdale. Oh man. Uh, she's to, on the rise. Yeah, to have a small role in it. We already mentioned Emma Watson mm-hmm. is up for a lead opposite uh Scarlett Johansson, but now Camilla. See, I'm so like
0: interested to see it. I don't, like, Camilla, I could see being in that, but Emma Watson, I really want to see her like badass. Bow bow bow.
2: Yeah. Know? I mean Yeah, I mean it and you know marvel though they're always so damn secretive yeah you never know who's gonna be what they don't even know who the they they don't even have a name for the character for Camilla Mendes. It's oh my goodness like, it, it's like just a yeah. role yeah and i'm like what <laughs> but it and emma watson even they don't it, it's supposedly a kick-ass female bond type there we character. go yeah like, okay <laughs> but, i can see that yeah well, yeah, she's got the accent. Yeah, I mean, she you really know. Does. <laughs> it's like, yeah. um, but we should say that Emma is not the only one in. She's the front runner. Yeah. But um, also, Alice Englert mm-hmm. from uh, Beautiful Creatures, Dar Zavosky from Hostages, Florence Pugh from Fighting with My Family. They're also on the list. Yeah. And they're also, we'll have to see
0: how that goes. Yeah. Ooh.
2: I'm pulling for Emma. Mm hmm. And more exciting news. What you got? What you Marvel got? Marvel and Disney, you know. Speaking of Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. Uh, they announced that they are going to have an animated series based on the uh, what if comic book line that's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, now anybody not familiar with that, that's a series of Marvel comic books that started back in the late 70s but have run all the way through. Uh, they stopped for a little while but then came back into production. But basically, it's, it's these stories that take place outside of the continuity right. of, of the current storylines yeah. in the comic books, and it sets up different scenarios. Um you know the, the one that keeps popping in my head right away is um, what if uh, Mary Jane was bitten by the spider mm-hmm. uh, instead of Peter Parker. Uh, it's it's those type things. Or what yeah. if Betty had been hit with the gamma radiation instead of Bruce? Mm-hmm. What if and Loki
1: was the one who was able to get the hammer? hammer.
2: Right. Exa- yeah. Which is the uh, example that they use and which is what I'm really excited about because while this won't directly be involved with the MCU because they're not going to mess with the continuity right. of the MCU, they are going to be MCU related. They'll be what if stories. What if this happened yeah. instead of this in the MCU. Yeah. And like Tavia said, the example they use is what if Loki had Thor's hammer instead of Thor? Yeah. And so I'm really excited about this. Seriously. The fact that it's animated, they can touch on so yeah. many. You got you got different- to bring Tom back for the animated character, though.
0: You got to. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah I think so. Yeah. I think he so. He was just such an epic Loki. He, uh, I yeah. mean, Yeah. That I, would be great if they all voiced them. That, that, would, be, would, be cool. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I really
1: like this idea, too. To me, it, it really feels like it's, and, and it probably maybe was inspired by fan art and fan fiction and things like that. And it makes it, it's just a whole p- part of the whole um, uh, inter or uh, multimedia aspect of, of these, uh, of this whole, mm-hmm. of many corporations, but especially Marvel. They just, yeah. they're going to get you on so many different levels, so many different universes, and there's just so many different ways to explore. The characters, the possibilities. I think it's really cool. I think people will enjoy it. I mean,
2: one storyline that I think I remember in What If that was just like really – was what if uh, Wolverine had the gauntlet, Mm. the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, wow. I mean, think about (laughs) that. That would be crazy. Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean, so just a lot of different possibilities that they can throw out there with the. It's going to be exciting. Man, and then, you know, you what we talked about a couple of weeks, Howard the Duck and Mm -hmm. and all these – oh, my gosh. I know.
0: Some crazy shit.
2: Speaking of some crazy shit – Aunt Becky's in trouble. Aunt, Aunt, Becky. Aunt Becky's in trouble. Not with Jesse, though. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Jesse's like, what? Have mercy. Have mercy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Felicity Huffman, William H. Macy's wife, and, yeah. and a well-established actress. You might know her from Sports Night and mm-hmm. uh, American Crime Story and just a, a ton of stuff. Apparently, Felicity and Lori are among dozens of people that were busted in Hollywood during a nationwide college entrance exam scandal. Wow. Uh, Court documents were filed in Boston on Tuesday, and the documents show that uh, the people indicted allegedly paid millions of dollars in bribes to get their children into elite colleges. Some of those included Yale, Stanford, and USC.
0: Can I just say how
2: bizarre this is? Yeah, this is really weird. I
0: was very confused by this. Like, are your children just not smart enough to put themselves there? And there, And there's
2: some interesting things. Now... William H Macy. We should say he is listed, but he wasn't indicted along with with Felicity. It yeah. just says spouse. Yeah, it doesn't I was even, wondering about it. That. Doesn't yeah. even list him by name. It just says spouse. Uh, so whether that develops yeah. further or not, we'll keep an eye, yeah. eye on that. But so here's their deal. Apparently, they met with a guy who owns this college prep. Company who promises to get your kids ready for school and get them the highest possible scores and, and on the SATs and, and this type of stuff. Um, but what this guy was really doing apparently, and when he met with Felicity and them, he kind of you know tells him this is that he actually has somebody on the inside of the SAT place or whatever, and they fix the SAT scores, they'll go back and correct all the answers that were wrong, and um. And give you a better score. And so that's kind of what happened in that situation, which I just find really, really odd. She scored. Uh, considerably higher. She got like a 1440 on it and, and it's considerably higher than when she first tested and that's because apparently this guy went back and fixed it. I um, feel like
1: that's kind of a red flag. Yeah right. and
2: then they were going uh, to do could. it for the second daughter but opted out of it but apparently this guy that they were talking to about trying to do it for the second daughter was actually undercover uh, and that, so it kind of that's ass. how it all busted. Now in the Lori Laughlin Aunt Becky situation it's a little bit different. Her and her husband apparently bribed Someone at USC to declare their daughters as recruits for the crew team at USC. Uh, apparently, if you're recruited for one of the athletic teams at USC, you are automatically enrolled, uh, enrolled in the college. You're, you're accepted into the college. They never participated in crew. What the hell? <laughs> um,
0: That's so goofy. So
2: I, I just, I feel
0: like. Why didn't they just buy a wing, That's or buy what I'm a building? Saying, or isn't like... that
2: what rich people normally do? They just donate to the school and then their kids get preferential exactly. treatment anyway? I don't. I feel well, like. And then, like, something like that, it's so easy to
1: fact check. Like, exactly. You, can, you can just look and, like, look at the yearbook and see if they're in there. Like, yeah, it's so. I, I just,
2: yeah, this is a really weird. Uh, apparently, a bunch of coaches, college coaches, are also in this indictment that uh, were involved in it. Yeah, that makes sense, um, though. But so far, at least so far, Since the indictment, since it all went down, I think that Lori Laughlin has definitely suffered the most. Yeah. Uh, Let me rephrase that. The people who didn't get into school yeah, suffered <laughs> so the most. Yeah. But I mean, out of the stuff that's been going on, she has been dumped by Hallmark mm-hmm. all the shows. She was she apparently had a series of like this antique store owner who also solved crimes or whatever. Yeah. She was also a regular on Where the Heart Is and she does Christmas movies all well, none of that. She's been booted from oh, all wow. of it. Um,
0: her daughter lost some sponsorships too, right?
2: Yeah, she. If you guys don't know, um, Olivia Jade, as she's known as on social media, um, she was uh, at what you're what they call a social media influencer, right. and because of her amount of followers or whatever, had uh, endorsement deals with right. a bunch of people. Um, they're all dropping her. Um, it also broke today. That on top of the Hallmark uh, channel dumping, uh, Lord Netflix has announced that she will not be returning to the final season of Fuller House mm. either. Um, I apparently they're just gonna write her out of that. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna deal with that. Yeah.
0: Um, I wonder if they're gonna poke fun at her like they did Mary Kate and Ashley. They should. Yeah.
2: I feel like they should, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all pretty tight with her. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they they found um. Uh, John Stamos exiting a restaurant and asked about it, and he was like, no comment, and jumped in his car and left, Mm -hmm. so I I don't know. Um, And, uh, apparently, the girls are not going back to school. Yeah. uh, Which... The irony of this, they didn't want to go to USC in the first place. They wanted to go to Arizona State University because all they wanted to do in college was party. And that was the highest party school. But anyway, the parents forced them to go to USC, cheated this way with the whole crew scandal thing to get them in. Now the parents are saying, you ain't going back. And uh, because they say that they feel they would be relentlessly attacked and Mm. bullied and harassed because of the whole situation. Uh. So there you have it. Crazy shit. It's crazy shit, man. But I got to tell you, social media is killing me, too, because, I mean, well, for Lori Laughlin, just it, it was <laughs> relentless. You know, the little Michelle's yeah. like, you're in trouble, dude, oh my you gosh. know, and have mercy. And Danny Tanner's going to come and give you a 15 yeah. minute speech about what you did wrong and oh, no. a life lesson. They were just blowing it up. I was just like, this is great stuff.
0: That's pretty funny. But <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Jesse Smollett. It's finally happening, guys. Indicted on 16 counts by the Chicago grand jury. Yes. And I think I saw a headline the other day. It just popped up on my notifications. I think he's turning on the brothers because that's my whole thing. The brothers need some consequences.
2: Yeah, no, agreed. And I mean, I feel like that's his only way to try to work a deal. Yeah. Is he's going to have to say that the brothers were involved and they, I guess he's going to try to say they forced him to do it, that they concocted the whole idea. mm. Mm. Now we should say he did appear in court yesterday. Yeah. Uh, He made his court appearance. He showed up with his lawyers cameras were everywhere because yeah. as you, if you guys didn't hear they did allow cameras in the courtroom which mm-hmm. is going to be really interesting because i think that's going to continue when the trial starts yeah
0: Ooh. it's kind of like the trial of the century to be honest like oj or michael jackson yeah. like yeah mm. yeah
2: mm. um <laughs> OJ's probably glad somebody Right, somebody else. There. That just made me He's laugh. like, man, I'm in Florida, I'm fine. Yeah, as somebody who watched that whole trial, it just made me chuckle. Anyway, <laughs> he pled not guilty yeah. to all 16 charges. Mm. Uh and then walked out.
0: Exactly, like, like he still had done nothing wrong. Yeah,
2: dude, he walked in like he owned the, like it was an episode of Empire, exactly. if I'm being honest. It's like I'm a lion that's walking up in. It. That's how he walked in. Exactly. That's how he walked out.
0: It's so crazy because him doing that still puts America on a fence like everybody is so divided. A big mess, it really is, man. Like, and everybody, honestly, everybody who has come in contact at work, like at Walmart, basically has been talking about this thing and talking about like both sides of it how they wanted to believe him at first and now they feel betrayed as fans. So it really sucks. It's a crazy situation, it does.
2: And my favorite was his attorney, Mark (laughs) Garrigos. He tried to claim that this was outrageous. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the 16 counts, if you're wondering why it's so many, yeah, apparently they chose. Charged him for every uh, like every lie, every or lie that he made in his statement in his two interviews with the cops. Mm. So every time he said something that they've now. At least say they can prove wasn't true. They charged him with an uh, with a charge wow. for it, so that's where the sixteen comes Damn. from.
1: Maybe they're trying to make an example out of him.
2: Well, that's what Maybe. his lawyer is saying. Yeah. And, uh, they said that, and that he they're just trying to cover up their own missteps because mm. if you guys didn't see, also they launched an internal investigation into the Chicago Police Chicago. Department, yeah, uh, as to all the leaks and how all the information got out through the whole thing. So while they're conducting, the, and Garagos is suggesting that. This ridiculous amount of charges is to try to take attention away from their own mistakes. Yeah, so I I just I
0: don't know. Yeah, well, let's talk about Jesse's uh, cellmate, uh, (laughs) R. Kelly at Chicago PD. This guy, he he came up with bail. We reported last week he was sentenced back to jail for unpaid child support, but somehow, some way. Somebody came up with the money for his bail. It was like $160,000 or something yeah, crazy. Yeah, like... Yeah, and apparently there was a suicide pact because Wednesday reports went out that girls at R. Kelly's Trump Tower apartment were going to kill themselves.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, first of all, insane. Super insane. <laughs> um Police did say, though, they have confirmed that this was not true. Apparently, they did go to the apartment. They did a welfare check. The girls were fine. Um, they determined that this was a hoax and was not going to happen. Um, but this is curious to me, though, because remember, every time they do these welfare checks, like at his apartments in Atlanta, or right. where, apparently he's been tipped or something. Mm-hmm. And so they all act normal. like yeah. everything. So who's to say they weren't just acting exactly. normal this time? Exactly.
0: But- and the real thing is there it was two it was four girls, I guess. It wasn't the two girls that initially went and interviewed with Gail King.
2: Yeah, these are four other girls. Yeah. Of which didn't he deny having anybody at exactly. any of the apartments? Exactly. So who were these four girls at his Trump Tower apartment?
0: Super crazy, super crazy. And we talked about that there was rumors of a third tape, maybe surfering. Surfering. Surfacing? Surfacing. Thank you, <laughs> Tavia. Um, but now it's confirmed. It's it does exist. Yes, yeah, yeah. and the, with a minor at the age yeah. of time, and we want to talk about the Gail King interview because oh that shit gosh. was crazy.
2: Yeah, the ga- <sighs> well crazy too. The tape, the third tape. Yeah, and then we jump into the Gail thing, but. This guy has come forward with everybody's favorite attorney, Gloria Allred, and claims he was, he found this in like tape, his attic or yeah, something. In a shit. box. It's a fully. really
0: weird way. Yeah, I agree. Like,
2: wh- why he do was you like have cleaning out his
0: attic, Found, opened a box, and it was like a tape that said R. Kelly on it. So he played it. Oh. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's something else though. Right. I mean, I, like, that seems a little too. And it sounds easy. like a bad excuse. It, yeah. I'm not saying
1: it's impossible, but it exactly, doesn't yeah. sound probable. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, We'll see. Yeah. But, I
1: mean, hey. but
2: But speaking of, you brought it up. Yeah. So uh, Oprah's buddy, our friend Oprah. Yeah. Uh, her buddy, uh, Gail King. Woo! Yeah. This interview. interview.
1: Which, you know, I mean, for me, it seemed like as much uh, attention as there was on R. Kelly and the things he said and how he acted, there was almost uh, even more attention on Gail and how she handled how it. Like, she, a yeah. lot of praise. Like, a lot of people were like, that shit was crazy, uh-huh. he's losing it. But Gail, though, yeah, like, she, she just, was composed, so. Robert, sit down. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Please
0: compose
2: yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, when he stood up went all crazy. I was worried like, for her. Yeah, I mean, he... First of all, you're there with your publicist. Right. You're trying to present yourself in a way that you, your your message is basically none of this is true. I would never do this. I'm a nice guy. I've made mistakes, but I'm not Satan. And then you go into a like a, a holy, you know, I'm gonna beat your ass kind of. You're not sending the message, exactly. bro. You're like just sending the complete opposite. Exactly.
0: Of, and then his whole thing was, I'm doing this to like, I want to be with my kids. Well, then like the day after he was arrested for the child support right, thing so right like, well and
1: also to me like it's just a weird argument that he used um to say how stupid would it be for me to do these things but I I would never need to because uh-huh. I'm famous and I you know right. all this instead of focusing on how despicable would it be for exactly. someone to do this how wrong that would be and that's not exactly. the way I think it was more of like I don't know it's just it's just a strange argument to me yeah
0: to- I thought the whole thing was kind of weird because at a certain point in time in the interview he just stopped talking to Gail he was talking to the camera right. behind yeah, he her. Was, he yeah. was like, America, are use your common sense. Like, calm yeah. down. Like, yeah, we are using common exactly. sense. Exactly. You need to go to jail, sir. You and... Uh, your cell buddy there yeah
2: yeah are they the the, the new blues brothers Never heard <laughs> of... oh no <laughs> i'm a soul man exactly <laughs> we're on a mission from god oh, my oh no, god. no 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 no, mission no. from the devil uh, yeah the exactly. devil. <laughs> oh. they could do some great jailhouse tunes though they could like, i mean they, they, they could.
0: could you know who might also be coming up with some jailhouse tunes mm. uh hips don't lie shakira
2: that's right her hips don't lie but apparently she does yeah like, apparently
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. She's apparently been evading taxes here mm. for a while and apparently been located or staying in two different countries and um, declaring residency in two different countries. So that's not a good thing. You can't do that. And then apparently not paying taxes from one of the places. So like Her husband, Gerard Piquet, who is a soccer player for Barcelona, so they're in Spain living over there. But when she left, the bahamas she never like became an official spain citizen i guess but then with all of her um music background and contracts and shit that was all through spain so it was a whole bunch of sounds different confusing. shit confusing yeah. honestly
1: yeah. like we were talking about before uh when we were on a break i get confused with my own damn taxes exactly. and i just live in one state and one country yeah, and it uh-huh. gets confusing to me so uh, to me it sounds like I don't know, but it sounds like she needs to hire some accountants or some exactly. better accountants or some. But something's going on. I cause. mean,
2: she's trying to claim she still had the house in the Bahamas yeah. and that's where her residency was. Now, there's nothing wrong with owning houses all over right. the world. But, but
0: you're not a citizen if you're not
2: living. Yeah, here. if you're not, and which I guess is what she's trying to claim, she was still living in the in that in the house Bahamas, and not yeah. with her husband, yeah. and, and so that's where they're trying to get her. So yeah. it,
1: I, feel like, I feel like that's got to be confusing, especially when you're a touring artist like that. Yeah. Like how how can you really Honestly. say where you live yeah. when you probably spend most of your time split around the world? Exactly. Right.
0: And if you're so busy like that, like how often do you even check your visa? To be honest with you, like I mean, I mean. I mean, I guess you can get it for, like, a year or six months or whatever. But, I mean, it would be hard for me, personally, to try to keep track of that date. Shit,
1: put a reminder in your Google Calendar or something. (laughs) Once a year, you got to check that visa.
0: Exactly. Apparently, they're trying to get her for $16.4 million in back taxes. Yeah. So... Man, we shall see how that plays out.
2: Uh, you, uh, you would hope that some sort of a deal works out here. I yeah. Mean, between, her husband's pretty wealthy. She's yeah, pretty wealthy. Exactly. I feel like they can cough they up $16.4 I mean, Exactly.
0: Well, sticking with some legal troubles, uh, 21 Savage is now getting sued in a civil case. It was a federal case, but they dropped it to a civil case. He's getting sued by a venue promoter for accepting payment without performing, which is super fucked up. Because that takes a lot of time and a lot of enger- energy to do all that. Apparently, the rapper showed up and partied a little bit with everybody else who was set to perform. And then got mad at something and apparently did a little damage to the venue and to the area before he left. Hmm. And so now the promoter is seeking for $60,000 worth in breach of contract and $100, mil- or 100 million, 1 million <laughs> in emotional distress. Man, and
1: hundred billion dollars, <laughs> a, hundred a hundred
0: trillion, hundred billion billions. <laughs> billion. But yeah, that's crazy. I mean, honestly, the dude should get it at least for the breach of contract. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: This emotional distress stuff, though. Yeah, it always trips I me. Know. Out. I know. Like, that's a very so, uh, fine line. Yeah, like, he, he cost me sixty thousand dollars, and but I need made a me million cry dollars for making me cry. Yeah, exactly. It's like this this kind of stuff. But he, well, I mean, he deserves it. Though yeah. you're right. I mean, if you if you're committed, you're supposed to show up he had all these people there and then you don't perform kind of a thing i I feel like
1: you got at least pay back what you were paid and then pay for whatever you messed up on your little tantrum or whatever
0: i do want to say that the situation happened in 2016 so now he is getting sued for it Mm. so it's a long legal battle but we shall see what happens i mean he's Mm. got a lot of shit going on with him we know about the the ice thing deportation crazy shit crazy shit well, you want to talk about this other crazy oh shit? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know Oops. how to get into that one. That I mean, one's crazy. It
2: That's a little too crazy like for our every, show. <laughs> every every <laughs> week we're talking about something like this. Man. Sadly, sadly. As Last one know, though, we promise. Yeah, and, and, and this one I'm I'm just really curious to see if old Mr. and I don't even Sujahara, mm-hmm. I think is how he says his name, Kevin Sujahara. He's uh the Warner Brothers CEO. As you guys know, we talk about this in industry news, you know, ATT. Warner, they're all combined now. Yeah. Um, as one big company. Um, but if you guys remember a while back, we were talking about it on the show, uh, Brett Ratner mm-hmm. uh, you know, was let go by Warner Brothers. They shut down his production company there and ended their deal with him after right. sexual allegations came out right. of misconduct. Olivia Munn um and several other actresses came out and um and see this is the fun part mr shuhara here i mean basically came out and was slamming ratner oh, you know shut. saying hey we can't have this as part of warner brothers we're going to investigate and we're going to have to end our development deal with you yeah. and all this guy well apparently now- yeah old <laughs> kevin was in on it all Douchebag. um yeah he uh promoted an actress amid apparently sexual relationships with her. Mm. So, basically, from what I'm understanding is how it went down. This actress uh, named Charlotte Kirk, Mm -hmm. um, Brett Ratner and his partner, James Packer, uh, who was the money guy behind their partnership with Rat Dune Entertainment, apparently found out that Charlotte was not having an easy time. She wanted a break. She was trying to make mm-hmm. it in the industry or whatever. And Packer calls her up and says, hey, I've got this meeting. you got to meet with this guy. It's going to be the meeting of a lifetime. Right. it's going to change your it's career. It's going to change your career. This is a not miss kind of a thing. Um, Well, it was with Warner Brothers CEO Kevin mm-hmm. Shahara, um, who begins a, a relationship with her, a right. sexual relationship with her. But it's my understanding that Brett... And Packer were also involved in this relationship with her, Hmm. Um, and
0: so I want to talk to her, man. Yeah, um, what's going on in her head? Yeah, they
2: said that they would push for auditions um, for her. Yeah, she did land a couple of guest spots on a TV show and then like one movie, but that was about it. Well, basically, I guess they stopped, and she was like, "Hey, wait a minute." all this time you know i feel like you've been using me you right. promised me you were going to do all this kind of stuff and so she released a bunch of text messages is mm. from what i understand and now they're all out there thousands of these things between these three guys and this actress making all these accusations yep. that you promised to get me these roles in exchange for me sleeping with you kind of a thing mm. um so now she's suing yeah um he as of right now, the only thing he has responded to is he sent a letter out to the rest of the Warner Brothers employees mm-hmm. apologizing and saying he was starting an investigation and they were looking into it. It's like, dude, what the fuck? What, what are you doing? Investigating what? Yourself? Yeah, like, it's this you. is not okay. He pulled a lasiter. Like, yeah, remember basically. when he sent out the letter to yeah. the employee
0: saying, hey, we know you're Hold not on. real happy with this, but. uh, But I'm the main hey, one doing it. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah,
2: I mean, come on. So I hope. That the higher-ups of uh, ATT, like, make the right call here Seriously. and say, we got to let you go, bro. Yeah. Um, that this is not good. We can't have this. We can't condone this. Yeah. I mean, you hear, unfortunately, about the casting couch all the time. All the time. Uh, Things yeah. like this, you know. but That's what
1: I, it, it just made me think of. I think it was Jamie. Well, when we we're talking about like you know getting started young in the industry and mm-hmm. things to look out for in L.A. and the traps and everything like that, and you know, but I know it's been reiterated with a lot of our other guests, female and male alike, is that you know it's it's never worth it. It's, it's never, never worth
2: it. And what did what did Jamie say? I think so. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably it probably is. is. Yeah. So if somebody says, "Hey, we're gonna put you in all these movies and TV shows, right. and all it's, you got to do is this," It's never worth harming
1: yourself or putting yourself in a dangerous situation or or possible legal situation. I mean, you don't know, so it's just not worth it. Exactly, you got you got to do things the legit way and just keep following your passion until something works for you. Plus, just
2: respect yourself more. That's what I'm saying. Respect yourself. I mean, you're gonna sleep around with three guys, just to get in a movie. Like, I mean, just mm. that's not okay. It's resp- not worth it. No, it's, it's not, not worth it.
0: Oh, my goodness gosh, goodness gracious, man. Well, let's take it over to some happy stuff. Okay. Can, can we All do right. that? What, we- is
1: it? <laughs> <Tell> me, <Logan. laughs> what is worth it? Tell me, Logan.
0: What is worth uh, it? Netflix is worth it. Or I think it's worth it. I do, too. I um, agree. <laughs> Cindy Holland, the VP of original content, was recently at a conference in Jerusalem over the weekend, last weekend. And she talked about the streaming numbers and like the average subscriber and how much like the average subscriber views Netflix a day. Which it's honestly kind of surprising to me because I cut the cord a long time ago so I've only been streaming stuff for like four or five years now. Same something year, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it's a, this surprises me. Only an average u- user watches Netflix about two hours a day. I, I thought it would be like three four Uh, you know i
1: think that's accurate for me right now i started noticing that yeah with especially with school and stuff like that there's a lot of other things i had to watch or read or you know what i mean or like movies and stuff that i was you know told to watch for class so right uh, to me that seems about accurate and and there was actually one time i was like man i haven't like watched a tv show in like four days
2: (laughs) i'm more with you i think i'm more like three or four hours i guess unless the event hits you yeah. know, like Punisher, yeah, yeah. I watched, I'm not even yeah. alive, Boom. 13 straight well, yeah. hours. I watched all 13 episodes. Exactly. Um,
1: yeah. And then, like, I think when I'm not in school, it's, it's definitely more. And I'm also one of those people, I'm kind of weird. I like to watch TV while I do, like, chores, while I fold sure. laundry, like, sure. on in the background, wa- wash dishes, yeah, and definitely. stuff like that. So I guess you could count that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: definitely. So. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Just
0: two hours of that shocked me. That's a little low, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And they were also talking about on about where the average subscriber normally watches netflix now this is also kind of surprising because they built themselves as like a mobile service Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you can watch it on the go but people are actually watching it on their tvs and like laptops and Xboxes and Playstations more than their actual mobile Netflix devices. Netflix and
1: chill, baby.
0: Netflix, Netflix and chill. I mean, how many people are actually watching the whole movie? If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that's
2: wow. where the two hours wow. comes wow. in. Wow. 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 It's wow. the two hours, and that's spread out over that's the chill. Right? I mean, you know, like <laughs> I'm just if we're being honest uh, about the, it.
0: Now, this next one is really interesting. This next point, I should say, uh, it's she said it only takes about 28 days to figure out if the series. Is a hit or not? So I mean, I, that's pretty cool because we Netflix is so quiet and so secretive about their numbers. It's yeah. So it, it's cool to see when they decide: are they going to make more? or Are they going to take it off? Right. So
1: I would have to agree with that, though. That I we definitely watch Netflix. It's om, like ninety nine percent of the time either through the PlayStation or on my laptop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, same. You know, I rarely watch it on my phone. I have before, but it's not very often.
0: Yeah, same. Only in the position to where I'm not with the TV, so I just prop my little phone up. Yeah, yep. yeah.
2: You're sure if you're like in well, I don't want to say in the car if you're not driving. Yeah, you're not driving <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the car <laughs> or or maybe you're driving uh, okay. just up on a just a really there, good like, listener I can't miss that last episode of Punisher oh my gosh <laughs> like, oh. I no we <laughs> all made it back alive it's, it's true I we did fight. make it back alive but I mean with the smart TVs now yeah I mean it's just, they just like it's have just so easy mm. I mean just click Netflix button mm. and there you go it's like boom yeah. dun dun oddly yeah. that 28 days to figure out if their series is a hit is about the same time frame it, it, for you to figure out if the Netflix and chill relationship will work <laughs> about yeah 28 days <laughs> yeah. yeah you know you know I think that depends (laughs)
1: that that varies person to person
2: Uh, that's giving them a lot of time 28 days I mean you should know pretty quick whether that's going to work or not I feel like you should know
0: by a few movies but anyway
2: um, (laughs) (laughs) this next
0: one I'm excited about but then I also just found out some news that I'm kind of scared about Mm. Uh, Mm. Apple finally expected to release some information about their streaming service god damn it finally (laughs) um, March 26th I believe 26th or 28th one of those um And apparently, this is what I'm worried about, guys. It's going to be family-friendly, nothing above PG. What? That
1: is weird. What?
0: Yeah. And it's kind of weird because Bob Iger sits on the board of Apple. So don't you figure they would be like, hey, we got this family stuff with the Disney Plus.
2: It's really...
0: But then I don't know honestly cuz I've never really watched Tim Cook talk so I don't know how he is so is he very like I don't like any profanity any sexual yeah, content I no I feel explicit. like I feel
2: like even if he is like that that you got to separate yourself from the business Man. i mean why hasn't he gone into itunes then or itunes music and cleared off anything with profanity to go point, it's a good maybe point. You, i mean maybe
1: it's like a dip in the toe in the water kind of thing maybe they just want to start with like something that's too. easy to get into and easy for a lot of people to write to and then maybe they'll add more right like, i mean
2: I, okay i can see if if I just don't like the way they're 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 billing it. Yeah, as, yeah I can see we're that. not going to go above this. Yeah. If they if they were to come in, and, and and which is so weird, see this is where Steve Jobs is needed seriously because he would have built it properly. Yeah. I feel like if they had came and said, hey, listen, our streaming service is going to be family friendly. Yeah, it's going to be family oriented. We want to start slow and build something that a bunch of people can watch right. together. Kind of build our audience. Kind of kind of go that this whole yeah it's PG. And yeah, i not going to PJ. All right, all right. It's like, what? Yeah, because I mean, so, we
0: saw before that they had signed deals with like Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston for right. this series. So I'm wondering what kind of series is that going to be? Is right. so there soccer moms or something? Even soccer moms need a glass of wine, goddamn. Exactly.
2: It. Exactly. <laughs> so. But yeah, and, and like you said, you know, Igerd is on the Apple board, and I, I, I mean, you got to figure Disney Plus is going to have that whole area covered exactly. with the family friendly kind of yeah. PG area. Yeah. So uh, why he's okay with that? I don't unless Bob's thinking, yeah, we'll just go with that and it's going to fail, and then we're yeah, going to be all right. Yeah, I mean, fine. I don't know why he would. Right. You know, I'm
0: just. It's really going to be interesting to see what happens from this. I can't wait to uh, see the panel or the event.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, and 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 hopefully maybe that's just somehow although Tim hasn't come out and denied it, yeah, you know, not true. But uh, like I said, Tim hasn't come out to deny it yet. I, but I just keep going back to the, the iTunes thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he hasn't gone and cleaned out explicit, li- you know, lyrics or, or anything. Right. So I just, I don't know. I, I feel like... And this also could be a rumor, so... That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so yeah. I
0: heard this from a guy that was... I was trying to start a conversation about it, but he seemed very, like, he wasn't excited about this streaming service. Right. So and maybe he got it from a rumor report, so... He probably has a Galaxy. He probably has a Galaxy. <laughs> probably doesn't even have an iPhone. All against the to Galaxy. trash that's, the Apple. That's right. Gonna that's suck. right. No, it's going to
2: suck. They, you don't want they it. They
1: also hate puppies. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's right. By uh, that's right. Galaxy.
2: I don't weird. even own a black turtleneck.
1: Android forever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, of course, we can't have industry news without Hulu. And, apparently, now... If you get Spotify Premium, you also get Hulu. Yeah, that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, uh, partnering like that, and it's only going to be nine ninety five a month, which I'm pretty sure that's how much Hulu is originally anyway. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. kudos that now go that goes through our Spotify Premium subscribers goes through June tenth. Right. Yeah.
1: I think that's going to be probably a big part of the future of streaming services mm-hmm. is trying to package things together Agreed. because it's going to get so Definitely. yeah, it's going to get so just like there's a streaming service for everything and then Agreed. multiple versions of streaming services and stuff that people are going to want want it to be simplified and be like I just want one subscription. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So.
2: Yeah, and the, the, now we should say that it if you sign up between now and June 10th, there's no limit after that. Like once you're signed up, you're signed up. This isn't like a temporary Yet. thing. This is like permanent. Once you sign up for this, this is yours. This is what you get. So, and even though it's still the ad-based Hulu, mm. you know, yeah. who cares? It's exactly. still Hulu. And so my question would be though, since this little partnership, we know now because of March 20th uh, at 12:02 a.m disney's gonna control hulu oh my god we start to see a lot of uh disney content on spotify oh my god i mean remember disney has some music labels dude yeah. that would be so insane are you freaking... gonna start to see an influx of music from disney
0: on spotify and then i mean spotify owns anchor disney's just taking up everything that, man <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Shit, the mouse house man they're right. like all right well, i mean atomic bomb <laughs> No, nope, yeah, couldn't yeah. do that one. <laughs> nah, that was an epic fail of the Mickey Mouse. <laughs>
2: it sounded like a weird hiccup. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Well, that's what happens when he's swallowing up everything. You uh-huh. can't get the they can't get the giggle out.
0: Like, I mean. <laughs> oh gosh, oh goodness. Well, speaking of Spotify, Ellen DeGeneres, we all love Ellen. We love uh, Ellen. She now has a hub at Spotify, and on every Friday starting March eighth, where friends our fans, friends, I mean, if you're friends of Ellen, you can listen to it, too. You can be a fan and a friend. (laughs) And a friend. (laughs) Um, Thank you for being a friend. That's right. Okay. Um, Well, now you can go to our specific hub where she'll have all of her own podcasts on there. You'll have some of her favorite games and musical performances from her show, like exclusive content, like John Legend playing for his wife and R&B singer Her with a stunning performance of her song, Carried Away, And James Corden, and it's just so much stuff going into her little hub. So, just basically everybody
2: partnering up, man. They have have a a question, burning questions with Ellen and James Corden. I've got, I would do it just to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're both hysterical. James Corden, I think, is the most talented guy out there right now. Yeah. Him and Ellen together doing something. Oh my God. Yeah. Totally worth it.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, because Ellen was kind of like last decade so i mean maybe it's kind of like passing the torch because james corden's huge right now
2: yeah so. yeah he is i mean he's everywhere yeah like literally everywhere but he's so talented he I mean, yeah he, he really just... is
0: like honestly i was so surprised that he could sing <laughs> I and, mean, and, and
2: like he can sing so well that actual people want him to do duets yeah. with them like i mean they well want you can him
0: to... tell every time like the first song comes on the people the, the guests are like what
2: yeah well, okay yeah I, just go watch Begin Again, you mm-hmm. know, with uh, Kira Knightley, yeah, and and um, uh, from uh, Maroon Five there, mm-hmm. Adam Levine, <laughs> yeah, Adam Levine Whew, had a moment, uh, <laughs> yeah, Gaffer, Gaffer, uh, great film, and yeah. James sings in that, it, okay. so yeah, he's her friend, and he they're, they're like playing together, or whatever, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's oh just man, another
0: movie that we saw James in uh, Ocean's Eight, he was yeah. freaking hilarious was. in Ocean's That's Eight, what I'm
2: saying he can sing, he can act, he's great at the hosting, yeah, he's just, funny, like, he's, yeah, he's groundbreaking why,
0: why didn't they ask fucking james corden to host the oscars
2: I, I think that's a whole abc cbs thing. oh that makes more sense yeah didn't even yeah. think about it it's like oh do we want our competitor but yeah. they should have yeah, then, yeah they should that have. would make if they could look around that, he would yeah. be a brilliant host yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh imagine all so the, like good. the skits oh my gosh or he could bring back what what I have always enjoyed at the beginning of the Oscars is when the presenter or the host sings the best picture nominees. Uh, Remember, Billy Crystal used to do this yeah. epic opening performance where he would do a song and dance, yeah. and in the whole song and dance was literally introducing all of the best picture That's nominees. That's cool. Cordon could kill that. He yeah. would yeah. be epic at you that. Know he so, could. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Let's make this happen. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we want Corden for the next year's Oscars. That's period. Exer-
0: seriously. Bob? Seriously. Bob Bobby. Iger. Bobby. Bob Eger. I got a McAllister's business card. And that's what's up. <laughs> so uh, bringing
1: it back to McAllister. Oh, I know. We
0: were over there the other day looking at the round table. It was crazy. Oh, days. Uh, bringing, oh. bringing back mem- fetus. Fetus. <laughs> fetus, <days. laughs> oh, man. fetus ants. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> fetus ants. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, sticking with some executives, I guess you could say. Um, YouTube TV signs on Lori Cookling as. Uh, as global head of partnerships for YouTube TV and Google Fiber. And that's awesome because she just spent the last six years at NBC Universal where she was executive vice president of strategy and business for developing focused digital stuff. So I'm I'm excited what she's going to bring to YouTube because they seem to be like the last in the streaming original content game. I'm just going to say it. Like, they have good content because they'll let you watch, like, the first episode of some stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. But then we also reported a couple of weeks ago on the show that most of their originals are going to be made free now because not enough people are watching them.
2: Which I think she's going to help with that. And yeah. maybe they won't stick with that whole free thing for long. I, I think because it says that some of her uh, responsibilities will be packaging strategies mm-hmm. and negotiating all the content yeah. deals. I think they needed some. Uh, what I think happened is they hit with um, Cobra Kai, right? You know, and it was such a big hit. It was huge. They were caught off guard, and they're like, "Oh crap! Like, wait shit. a minute, we actually have this huge hit yeah. content show now. What do we do?" Exactly. <laughs> so I think they needed to hire somebody that knew what to do, right? Um, so hopefully she does that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully she packages it and you know gets that done. And and I mean, because they need it, like you said, they've got some interesting stuff and. I mean, I think they need somebody that knows how to put it all together for them because that's the problem, I think.
0: Yeah, I definitely agreed. Well, I mean, we want to bring up some casting announcements as well during some industry news because, you know, we love Lucy Hale. She's awesome. You've seen her at uh, NOLA's Rockin' New Year's Eve or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. She has just been cast as Katie Keene. Katie Keene. And Riverdale spinoff. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Hmm. This is exciting. I mean, I think this role fits her perfectly. Yeah, I think seriously, she's gonna uh, fit right into the little CW family. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah, she's just gonna be d- fantastic. She's excited about it. Yeah, I think it caught her off guard. Yeah, uh, yeah, honestly, it's kind of a surprise. I, 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 yeah,
0: I feel like that'd be a perfect little niche for her in the CW family. Yeah, and like I, that, She's she's definitely yeah. there in the Archie so comics.
1: Does that mean that her other show she was doing, where she had cancer but then it went away, did that? Get canceled? Uh, d- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Sorry, yeah. Lucy. No. Sorry, it was Lucy. a cool concept. It That's... was a great concept, and apparently fans loved it, but it just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't clicking. Yeah. No. Um. And she is finishing up, uh, Fantasy Island. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. D- this I found this interesting. I it, I thought it was going to be put towards a series, but apparently no. Bloomhouse got it, and it's going to be a horror take on Fantasy Island. What the oh. hell? <laughs> yeah. Hey. So she just finished that up. Yeah. Um. Which. Okay. Uh, Maybe they're
1: inspired by like those. There's several video games that are like Zombie Island, basically. Yeah. So maybe they got that kind of from. Which those are scary. Yeah. Well,
2: okay. And I got I got to say because you know we're making the move to LA, but we're not there yet. You know that's in a couple months, so we're still in Mississippi. And I got to say we (laughs) Mississippi has this new advertising campaign, and I thought about Lucy right away. (laughs) It's it's we're now known as Coastal Mississippi. The secret coast. Yeah, what's up
0: with the that? The secret coast. <laughs> the Secret And the
2: whole idea behind this was is like, you know, when you tell somebody tell a secret, they, they you. all want to know what it is. You know, and when you whisper it, they gotta lean in and you gotta really tell them what it is. And I'm sorry, but the first thing I thought of is like fucking pretty little liars. It's a secret. Can you keep it? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, Lucy Hale's always down here. She should just be the spokesperson for the secret coast. That's that would be hilarious. great. You could see her doing the
0: shh right. Like I got like, a secret. Can
1: got you a keep secret it? <laughs> like- that is kind of creepy though but it's, i guess you know honestly it makes me think that it's like a secret or secret you know but yeah. a, a little jab at um at the whole landmass thing the yeah fact that people yeah. don't like to say yeah. where we are that yeah. we're mississippi or like right. acknowledge that this is here yeah so to me that honestly that's what makes me think yeah. of is it. it's kind of like a little stab at the whole well yeah. since you don't want to say we'll, we'll just be right. a secret then i mean exactly. the idea
2: behind it i guess was that it's like we're, and I I think you should have just said hidden gem instead of secret right but yeah. uh, oh, is that it's like you don't know about it until you come here and find yeah. out all these like great things that we have and it's every the best kept secret mm, on the right. you know kind of but mm, it's mm. kind of
1: funny though because Biloxi is actually mentioned in like um I we heard it the other day watching how I met your mother um, mm, really? uh, yeah. Barney said something about w- uh, somebody winning little miss Biloxi uh, yeah. and then on Frasier the um, yeah. yeah. uh, Martin mentioned yeah. something about Biloxi and I'm like so people I mean it, we've' it's yeah. Been yeah. known about it was on for a while. Gilmore
0: Girls the other day.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. I, I, People also, know about us. I will. Don't. I will say too, <laughs> though, uh, not just Lucy Hale and Pretty Little Liars with the whole secret thing. I also thought, did were they working with um the former execs at Ashley Madison? Like, <laughs> this campaign? oh my <laughs> it's, like, well, it's discreet. What happens in black? Yeah, a secret. <laughs> oh, oh my it's goodness, like to you know, like <laughs> make us a new Vegas. I, exactly right. what happens in the secret coast like, stays in the secret it. coast. I mean, with, I just I'm not on board with this. I'm thing. not either. I'm,
0: just, I'm not either. <laughs> I mean, and another thing, I'm kind of on the fence about. Uh, Morgan Freeman joining the cast of the Hitman's Bodyguard sequel. Mm. This one already has Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Two huge A-listers, but now you're adding Morgan Freeman to it. Is he going to be the bad guy? I've, I, has
2: Morgan Freeman ever been the bad guy? I
0: don't know.
1: But that would be a great twist.
2: Yeah, He has exactly. been the bad guy. Has he? Wasn't he the bad guy in that movie with uh Keanu Reeves about the water manipulation mm, thing? I don't know. You you know which one I'm I talking have no about? Idea. No, no. All right. <laughs> You're not talking about the Matrix, are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> right, no, like, no, no, no. Uh, now I'm I have to look it up now. We have Soon you'll see uh, you are uh, the spoon. Uh, and you know what we're going to look it up on? IMDb. IMDb Pro it is shout like out. The best ever. Oh my god. It's the go-to source. It really is. It really is. If you want to look something up, Let's see if I can find it because even I don't remember the name of it. But I'm fairly certain Morgan he Freeman has a bad, bad guy. guy. Was he the
1: villain in March of the Penguins? Was he <laughs> right. the creepy guy <laughs> <Right>. watching <laughs> the penguins?
2: Oh my god! Stealing their fish. <laughs> I right like yes, yes. He was stealing the fish. And
0: I'm I'm um, guessing Keanu Reeves was the protagonist, right?
2: That is right. correct. <laughs> you know, yeah. word of the day, bringing it back. Day?
0: Oh my uh, gosh. I'm trying Where to buy a tie for you. This? You are! You're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, I'm telling man. you, it's on uh, here somewhere. It? I think you might be imagining it no, in your I'm gaffer not. age. Like, are you sure? Yeah,
2: now you're just being mean, okay. bro. Okay, I mean, maybe. Uh,
1: all it's making me think of is that, that Avatar movie they tried to do mm. with the, with the waterbender. Chain,
2: Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction. reaction. Two researchers in a green alternative energy project are put on the run when they are framed for murder and treason. And I'm fairly certain it's Rachel Weiss and Keanu Reeves and Morgan Freeman and I'm pretty sure Morgan Freeman's a bad guy.
0: Mm. I'm gonna have to chain watch reaction that. yeah yeah and i mean i'm a fan of keanu reeves i so. mean it
2: was in 1996 so you have to give me a little credit. Uh, i had to go back yeah. looking for it all makes right? sense 20
0: <laughs> 22 years ago you know <laughs> it makes sense makes sense uh, okay. it's funny shit funny shit Thanks. well i mean Thanks. you know what else makes sense eric olsen heading over to amazon because he needs to be a showrunner for somebody yeah i mean daredevil just got canceled you know our upcoming guest amy she she is really connected to Eric, so uh, yeah. I, we should ask her about this Definitely situation. Ask her about that. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, he's going over to Amazon. Signed a two year deal, I believe. So, good which luck. is
2: interesting. The timing. I'm just gonna say it because, That's true. as we all know, the rumor is is that none of the Marvel properties that have been canceled from Netflix can appear anywhere else for right two, two years. years. So, and he signed a. Two, two year years. contract with Amazon. Interesting. So, I mean, people yeah. gotta work, man. People gotta exactly. have jobs. Uh, but I mean, is is that like, you know, hey, after that two years, I'm gonna jump back and right. let's do uh, wherever I want to do, you know, Daredevil?
0: Yeah. Uh, you I never know. know. You never know. <laughs> we shall see, we shall see. All right, now it is time for our guest segment. We got the one and only Audrey Walters coming back on the show, man. She was a great guest to have on the first time. Very lovely, very bubbly. Oh man, she's coming on to promote her Netflix film. What's that one called again? It's called walk
2: ride rodeo it's mm. a true story yeah she's just continuing the relationship with netflix netflix appears to be continuing the relationship with new mexico so uh this is gonna be a fun one this is this is gonna be a uh, a really fun interview this is a really inspiring story i watched a movie the other day and i mean i'm excited to talk to her about it so awesome here she is hello
3: hey it's audrey hey
2: audrey how are you
3: i'm
2: good how are you guys (laughs) we're doing great welcome back inside the uh, crazy ant farm
3: oh thank you
2: (laughs) oh my goodness so uh we're really excited about this interview first of all i I watched the film and i thought it was just a fantastic film and a really inspiring story so i'm glad you want to come back on and and talk about it because i I think it's a great film a great message it is, isn't it? It, it really was. So, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So let's jump right into it. It's a Netflix original called Walk, Ride, Rodeo. Which And it, once you watch the film, you, you realize quickly where the title comes from, uh, which I thought it was just a brilliant yeah. title for it as well. So um, why don't you give everybody kind of a breakdown about what the film is about and uh, how you got involved with it and, and how you got, became a part of this film? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Um I feel really fortunate to have been a part of the film. It is based off a true story of a of a girl named Amberly Snyder, and she was a you know world class barrel racer and had a terrible accident and became paralyzed from the waist down. And she went back to get on her horse, and not only that, went back to compete nationally uh, in barrel racing and she is just this awesome woman and with this amazing family she's just such a fighter
2: <laughs> yeah a- absolutely like i said the the story was so and she she like uh flipped her truck she was on her way to an event mm-hmm. if I, if i'm not mistaken and flipped her truck yeah that's right um and yeah who uh, oh, and boy the scene in in the film just where she flips the truck and 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 becomes oh. the the injury was just like wow it it was yeah that was tough to watch um, we should say this she's played by uh Spencer Locke, who people probably know from Insidious The Last Key. I think that was her big one that she was in recently. Um, and she does a phenomenal job uh playing Amberly. I, I just thought she did a, a brilliant job playing her. Um, yeah. and and now Amberly herself was heavily involved in the making of the movie, correct?
3: That's right, she was. She did all of her own stunt work, she and her sister. Every time that there's somebody riding a horse, it's either Amberly or her sister oh, who's wow. riding it. Um, yeah, yeah. Spencer would swap out with her when it would come to, <laughs> <laughs> to like doing the barrel racing. And I have to say that was one of my highlights of being a part of the film was um, getting to witness and watch her get on her horse from her wheelchair and just knock it out of the park riding that
2: horse mm-hmm. yeah I mean, the, I mean
3: insane.
2: i mean yeah it written no insane in that that's i mean that's what i was thinking the entire time to, because not only was she able to get back on it and compete but compete at a level that was like i mean like you said insane to, to where she was able to get right yeah. back where she was is just impressive Is yeah. I, I mean is the only word i could think of Um, So how did you get involved? Did you go through a normal casting process or did they reach out to you or how how did that all go down? It seems it was shot in New Mexico, right? That's right, yeah. Um,
3: It was a normal casting process. The only thing that's different is I booked it off tape and not off being in person. Oh, okay. (laughs) So yeah, it was one of those where I had sent in a tape audition. Um, I was on the road and I had just flown in somewhere else and was in a hotel room whenever I got a call back and a redirect. And I was on my way to something else so I couldn't, you know, be in be in person. So I just retaped it in my hotel room and sent it off and, um, and booked a project. Well, there so, you go. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really fun since you watched the movie you know that i'm the only mean person
2: in this whole movie <laughs> well i was gonna bring that up i mean so it, it is nice though you're continuing because you, uh, anybody who's listened to your uh, first interview with us knows you you've worked with netflix before and in new mexico before yeah um so c- kind of continuing right. along that relationship and now as we know netflix is kind of making a big push into new mexico so that's really great um right but yeah so let's talk about it since you brought it up because um you're you're just not a very nice person in in this movie, Audrey. Um, I know. No, <laughs> it's like yeah, all of these inspiring people, and all these people you just want to hug, and then Sarah <laughs> comes along, and you're like, you want to just punch her. I'm like, no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we should say your character is it's uh, Amberly's like a uh, first event back. Um, and she, and she's getting ready to, to do a run and you just kind of let her mom have it about, you know, what kind of a parent lets her handicapped child on a horse and just real nasty about no. it. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm not so, proud of it.
3: No, is it, is it okay to
2: say that you were <laughs> re- kidding? No, is it okay to say you were really good <laughs> at being nasty? I mean, it was, it was just like, you were just, I, I,
3: it's, you. <laughs> <laughs> well it's so funny because like i told you i t- i booked it off tape right so whenever i got whenever i arrived on set and you know, meeting everybody and talking to everybody um like the director and the ad they're like i i don't know how you're gonna be this character because you're really friendly and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like well i guess you know we know you can do it you know you can do it and it was so funny because, uh, same thing, I think we have lunch or something before our scene, and and so I'm talking with Missy Pyle, um, and, and I had some friends who were also in the film who I've worked with before, so it was a lot of fun just to get to jump right back in and get to know, Absolutely. get to see all these people again, and um, anyway... Missy was like, I don't know. You're, you're going to, are you really going to be able to do this and say that to me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. We should mention that so Missy right. plays the mother. She plays the mom. Um, and she does a yeah, great job does. too, but yeah, yeah. You know, Missy, I'd be a little scared. I wouldn't want to get in Missy's face. And so, but you were like, now nah. you stood right up and like, bam. And so that, yeah. And I have to say I watched yeah. cause I wanted to see and, you continued in character, like, that whole scene. Every time they showed a scene of the crowd, you were still just looking angry <laughs> as hell. Like, I can't believe this. And then, like, I, I was just dying the whole time. I'm like, no, she's still mad. She's still going to get an ass whooping somewhere. I was like, this is going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Like, even when the girl Everybody did good, you sad. were still ugly. It wasn't right. <laughs> I
3: know. Well, it's funny because if they cut out a line at the end where Missy turns around to me and she goes, how's that for handicap?
2: <laughs> oh, they should have kept that. Oh my gosh. They should have kept that. I know. That. I was so bummed. <laughs> that would have been great. So that would have been it would great. It Oh, so. Yeah, it,
3: after we're, after like our first scene, she, after I first did it, she turns around, she goes, oh my gosh, you're mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so how many takes does it take to be that mean? It, was it a one time? Like, did you just nail it or I mean, did they have to do that several times?
3: No, I mean, I think it, yeah. I, I think I brought it. I have <laughs> had a lot of, you know, <laughs> energy built up. <laughs> oh,
2: that's funny. That is so funny. And then, you know, cut and everybody's all friendly. Right. That's all good, you know, so.
3: <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So what would, I, yeah, I, mean, I went to the.
2: No, go ahead. Sorry, I
3: was at the premiere on. Premiere a week ago, last Monday. Um, at the Netflix studios in, in, in Los Angeles. And so we're sitting all in the theater. And as soon as I sat down, these people next to me, they're like, look, it's the main lady. Oh.
2: <laughs> and it, they were
3: all the editors on the, on the film. And they were all just cracking up.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's great.
3: I guess when you're an editor, you see someone's face over and over and over and oh, yeah. and, right. oh, yeah. and
2: yeah and i like, like how they determine right i like how they determine who you are it's not sarah it's the mean lady uh-uh. so yeah no yeah that's uh-huh. i gotta it must have been fun doing the self-tape though right did you did did you give it several different versions of a mean lady i mean i actually did yeah
3: i did a few <laughs> different versions of it <laughs>
2: that's gotta well, be so entertaining I guess the first time they wanted it
3: just as mean as i was so um I kind of had I escalated it a few different ways, and they really liked the majorly escalated version. So, <laughs>
2: awesome. So, I, what was it like? I mean, did, did you get to spend a lot of time with all around all the animals and around? Uh, I mean, it had to have been just this amazing film to work on. I would imagine.
3: It was, I, and Amberly and her entire family was there. I mean, all her her sisters, her mom, um, all. It, the coolest thing to me was all the real people were mm-hmm. on set and then all the people playing the real people were on set, except for my character, the real person of me was not there, yeah. but, um, <laughs> it was, uh, really just this awesome energy. Uh, I, I just think it's really different whenever you're telling a, a, a true story and not only that, that that person is there and getting to see their own story come to life Right through, now, through these people.
2: Now, was there anything fictionalized? I know sometimes even in true stories they kind of fictional. Is the is the boyfriend real? Did did he was he there? Did he actually come? And was that all, part, or was that part of a, a, I guess a you know fictionalized part of the story to give it emphasis on a love story, or or how did was that all part of it for an actual real life? No, I, I I do believe
3: that was all part of it. Oh wow! Life. Um. Yeah, I didn't. When I was there, he wasn't on set, so I don't know if he ever came to set. But I do believe that was all part of it. And the guy who played um, Kate, Max, mm-hmm. his name's Max. Um, he also did some singing and, and for the film.
2: Yeah, he, yeah, he sang
3: like the yeah a couple of the songs that are on
2: it. Yep, yeah, the the uh, music video that I watched uh, before we were getting ready for the interview. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, so. Yeah, Um, it's just like I said, it's hard to watch it and not get inspired. I mean, this girl was what I what I really liked, though, is is it didn't try to sugarcoat stuff. I mean, it showed the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was defeated and she thought, I'm not going to do it. But then, no, I am going to do this. I'm not going to let it beat me. But they didn't try to hide the fact that there were moments in this girl's life where she wanted to give up and just didn't think she could get back. And so I I really like how you see her journey. Um, and how she gets there. So yeah, just, well, I'm really happy for you. I know, I know all of the listeners are going to love this film and we're going to tell them to make sure that they watch it. And it's just, it's nice to see this type of, I guess, project out there because, you know, there's so many different things out there and to see something that's family friendly and that can inspire people to to no matter what they're going through in life, that they can overcome it kind of stuff. It's just so amazing to see people attached mm-hmm. to projects like that and be involved in projects like that. So, And you're such a nice person. Yeah. We know this. So <laughs> from our last <laughs> interview, you're really a nice person. So we couldn't be more happy that you're actually involved in the film. Yeah,
3: thank you. I'm, I'm super excited about it too. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like I love that it's something that, whenever I go into elementary schools and I'm talking to kids, mm-hmm. this, this is something I can actually send them to watch.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly.
3: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like, even though they're not going to like me in it, you know, but uh, uh, I, I'm super excited about that. And I think with Amberly being, you know, on set, mm-hmm. watching all the scenes and having all that direct feedback, I think that's why it has this authenticity to it. That that they really they, she really was captured perfectly, and I think she probably made sure that those moments where she did feel defeated that that those were crucial to film just as much as anything else.
2: I, I love that you said that, uh, and and I love that you brought that up. Man. see. Because you get to share those personal experiences of seeing that on set with her. But she Uh did share these like amazing behind the scene videos with her working with Spencer and saying, this is how you would do it. This is actually how you would do this or that. And so, yeah, I think that you're right. It's I I think the authenticity shows perfectly. And I think that is a huge reason why it's always so nice to when we have guests on that can share these behind the scenes stories like that, though, because I don't think a lot of people realize (laughs) all the stuff that kind of goes into it, especially with a true story like you said yeah
3: absolutely
2: well again i just want to say yeah i bet so before we move on and ask what's coming up for audrey and all kinds of fun we do want to say again to all of the listeners audrey is a really nice person (laughs) so when you watch this movie Sarah is not Audrey. Audrey is not Sarah. So let's let's remember that. She's actually a dear sweetheart. And uh, just, just forgive Sarah. That's what, uh, you know, I feel like we should all forgive Sarah. That's right. So what do you have coming up? What, what, what's in the future? What you got going on?
3: You know, right now, I'm actually working on some different kind of projects. I've been working on this talk show with kids which has been so much fun. Um, So that's kind of been in the works. We're actually doing a whole release through YouTube on that. So I've been working with a lot of elementary school age children. Um, That's been my big project at the moment. And then, of course, you know, always auditioning and have other stuff.
2: Absolutely. That sounds fun, though. That sounds really (laughs) fun because, I mean, kids, you never know what they're going to say or what they're going to do. So I imagine working with them every day has got to be a blast.
3: It is So much fun. Uh, And these kids are brilliant. I I mean, I just love that they have this space to be able to show themselves. I mean, I was never as articulate and self-assured as these kiddos are. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, They're working on getting um, some kids from across the world to even call in and and share their experiences from wherever they are in the world, which I think is going to be really cool to, like, kind of share with the youth, like, a whole global view Mm -hmm. of um, what kids are going through who are their age, you know, but live across the
2: world. So, kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you're going to have to come back on at some point and talk all about that, and I mean, that sounds really cool, so... Uh, and I know though I mean, what, what a perfect thing too, because like I said, I just love that you, you seem to always attach yourself to these, uh, these projects that, that have such positivity. I mean, we all know YouTube and social media and all these things, they can be used in such a negative manner. So when you see something like that, a yeah. project like that, that's used in a positive way and, and it's, you know, helping children, it's just a good thing and great for you. I'm happy that you're involved in that as well. Um, Thank yeah, you. Definitely have you back on to talk about that. Well, listen, thank you so much for calling back in. And and two times, that's a t- second appearance on the show. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me back. Oh, absolutely. As always, open invite anytime you want to come back. You're more than welcome. Um, we love talking to you. Like you said, you're just a gem and, and we always have a good time when you call uh-huh. in. And uh, yeah, so have a great rest of the day, and we are going to direct Thank everybody uh, to watch Walk, Ride, Rodeo. And trust me, when you watch the movie, you'll you'll understand the title. Um, and mm-hmm. remind everybody where you're at on social media so we can make sure they follow you.
3: That's right. You can find me, Audrey Walters, on Instagram and Facebook, and on Twitter, I'm Audie Walters.
2: Audie Walters. There you go. And we'll make sure we put mm-hmm. that on the graphic and direct everybody your way, as always. And, uh, well, this has been Thank another you. fun interview, Audrey. We really appreciate it. It
3: has been, it has been uh, You guys take care. Have a good one.
2: All right, now. Bye-bye.
3: Thanks. Bye.
0: Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome.
2: <laughs> I, I, it's got to be fun, though. I can only imagine you're sitting in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. You're doing a, <laughs> a self-tape. Yeah. But you've got to be like, can you only imagine like what the people were hearing through right, the walls exactly. when she's like... <laughs> It trying so all
0: different tries of her bitchiness yeah,
2: yeah. Bitching out alcohol be a handicap and like I just I don't even know it, yeah. that had to have been entertaining to watch those are the kind of things you just wish you could see right yeah like, I'd like honestly. to see the self tape of, yeah. of her being all angry and but why I'm telling you guys gals when you watch this film you're gonna see Audrey <laughs> you're just gonna die because as you hear in the interview she's just like the sweetest person but boy she was ugly in that film it's she so was funny. just not nice yeah but, so
0: funny thank you again Audrey Walter for coming on the show. All right, now it is time for the top five segment, man. Oh man, you know we're all about woman empowerment over here at Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. We are. That's right. So this week top five is top five women protagonist films. Mm. Who ran the world, girls? girls. <laughs> Who ran the world, girls? That's hilarious. There you go.
2: Well, yeah. since always a song. from Tavia. Exactly. Always. <laughs> always. If
0: Tavia is not singing, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Exactly. Oh, right, uh, so what you got, Tavia?
1: Okay. Um, so I was trying to get some some that are like just personal, just favorite movies of mine in general. And yeah. then also some that are a little bit out there, like as far as ones that you might not think of. So um, one of them that is just a movie I really like is Penelope. Oh, um, yeah. That's I mean, a good one. Even though she's not like, because a lot of, you know, great female protagonists are, are like badasses and right. stuff. She's not necessarily a badass, but mm-hmm. she, you know, I just really like the movie. Definitely. Um, also, Matilda. She's yes. one of the wow. youngest, uh, yeah. strong female protagonists, yeah. I um, love it. and and also just I don't know she was just so fun and cool. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have powers when I was a kid, um, <laughs> and then I got to throw in some like the Hunger Games, uh, I mean, of Katniss. Yeah, of I mean, come on, how can you? Have you to. I mean, yeah. the self-sacrificing hero. How can Seriously. you be any better than that? Um, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. You know. I um, mm-hmm. mean, of course, uh, Doctor Hannibal Lechner takes a big, you know, yeah, big part of the show, but. You gotta give credit to Clarice. You know yes, got I mean to. you know. So uh, then, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. Also, I mean, also a child one too. But um, but I just again, that's one of my favorite movies, and she's technically a female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then I also have um, a little honorable mention um, for two um, animated series that I've talked about before that are my favorite mm-hmm. movies, and then also really good examples is Mulan, mm-hmm. um, yes. who is arguably the best Disney princess. She's the best one. Agreed. Hands down. <laughs> And, uh,
2: hands down. There is no better. Uh, you owe me a nickel. For uh, now? <laughs> 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 you got <gonna> to copyright it? <laughs> it's trademarked. You owe me a nickel. All right.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and Spirited Away. I really oh, yeah. like that very one,
0: too. Very nice. Very so. nice. Oh, man. Oh, man. I like female protagonists who grow as, as characters. Yes, definitely. What Absolutely. do you got?
2: All right. Well, of course, I'm a comic book geek, as we've established with our interview. Of course. Uh, and every week, <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, wonder woman of course yeah. i mean you know and yeah. i'll take it i i know we said films but all the way back to linda carter yeah come on it's just wonder woman had yeah she honest. was pretty epic yeah yeah and then captain marvel duh yeah i mean sure. if you haven't seen this movie yeah. go see the yeah, movie yeah, she's just absolutely brilliant. and then i'm a huge jennifer garner fan mm-hmm. so peppermint yeah i mean yeah Didn't i mean even think she about that was one. like kick ass yeah right? she was i mean come on uh, I'm with you. Silence of the lambs. I don't yeah. think you can not I mean how can we yeah. have this category and not have that on exactly? There? And then Alien, Ripley, mm. Mm. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Mm. Kick ass. Yeah, There's a trend on mine. No. Yeah. Kick ass. Yeah. They're kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: That's hilarious. Well, I I love how there it's so different this week. Yeah. Because I have one of yours and y'all had one of the same. So all right. Um don't take my man card away, guys. Um <laughs> Miscongeniality. Well,
2: that is a good I, one. That though. is a good you one.
0: Know? I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Don't give me that. We'll look. just
2: put a stamp on oh, it. Oh, we will. Just kidding. I'm like just when <laughs>
0: we go on the train, we'll like mark it with a hole. Yeah, yeah. Hole yeah. Puncher. Coming
2: from the guy who literally begged you to watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take the man card from you. Okay.
1: Everyone's <laughs> got a right to a guilty pleasure. That's it's right. right. Look,
2: look. I love Sandra Bullock. I, I, I do mean, too. She's
0: awesome. Um, Juno. I love Juno. Yeah. Yes. Freaking. Um, Captain Marvel. Of course. That one was epic. Um Ocean's eight, another Sandra Bullock yep. one with all those strong females. Rihanna mm-hmm. just like Aquafina, so Aquafina. many. Aquafina. So many. And then of course Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yes. That is yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. That
1: one was a fun one to to study in school too. Yeah, um, seriously. So that that is a really I good love one.
0: that one. Takes me back to
1: my childhood.
0: <laughs> I never saw
1: it as I never actually saw it until I watched it for oh, really? class. I knew like the premise. I knew what it was yeah. about and like some of the references, but I never actually watched it. And then I was like watching and I was like Damn!
3: Damn. This
2: is powerful shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
0: jump over the cliff. Don't jump uh, over
2: the co- oh, so good, so good.
0: Oh man! But is it time to take it back in time? It is for the gaffers' segment.
2: It is, and this is a good one. On this day in 1972. No comments from the peanut gallery. Yeah. I I was around, but I was a wee two years old.
0: What was I was mean, a wee boy. No, oh, no, just a wee two year old lad. A wee lad. <laughs> so I
2: didn't watch this film when it first came out. But on this day in 1972, Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather premiered. Mm. And, oh, wow! Uh, Chain cinema, how it is now, and man. has gone down. I think as one of the most epic films in film, if history. not the best. If yeah, uh, it's yeah. like um, up there with Shawshank. Yeah, and like you know, many people would argue the best. Yeah. We're you are honestly. Correct.
1: I also saw on the Googles the Googles, that and it's, the, Googles. <laughs> that it's the, the 30th birthday of the World Wide Web.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. That so. oh, Wednesday. That was yeah. Wednesday. Oh, it was Wednesday? Yeah, uh, the day, the but the day no. of this recording. Yeah, but you're yeah. right though. You're right. And only on this day in history, a couple days after, the first website uh name, domain, oh, was really? was claimed. So mm-hmm. just two days after the web was created, yeah. somebody created the first web web domain. Somebody yeah. was, was like, on it. They yeah. knew. Uh, yeah, they're like, they no, we got those. And it wasn't Al Gore. <laughs> right. It wasn't Al Gore. Oh man. You
1: mean it wasn't we Love Al no, no,
2: no it wasn't. <laughs> Al Gore didn't create the internet and he wasn't the first one to have a domain. <laughs> like, just, well I
0: mean if you're gonna throw one in there from this week, I'm gonna throw one in there for this week. This is also the week that Biggie Smalls was murdered. That's true. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. been 22 years. Yep. Still wow. unsolved. So, Still unsolved. Yeah, This week in history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Thanks
2: why not? Why not? We should do that. Yeah. We should make it a this week in history instead of this day. I mean, cause why not? I mean, they normally have so many significant, you know, things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm okay with that. Exactly. We just changed the segment right now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. And then 50 years from now, we'll say this <laughs> day <laughs> in oh, history. This
2: day in history crazy. We... It changed the segment. <laughs>
0: It'll be great. <laughs> when we're bigger than the mouse. Exactly, exactly. Oh, man, is it the word of the day?
2: Word of the day? Ooh. I'm filling in for Sound Man today, and yep. I thought this would be a good one since we just had our top five protagonists. Yes. So just in case, just in case there are any listeners out there who aren't really familiar with what protagonist means, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the word of the day. Protagonist is the main figure or one of the most prominent figures in a real situation, the leading character or a major character in a drama, movie, novel, or fictional text. Boom. Mm. Boom. Dropping knowledge. Now, this is the good guy. Yeah. Well, antagonist. Is the bad She's guy? She's like, hmm. well, mm.
1: a lot of people like to shake it up and make a protagonist somebody that's not a good guy. That's it Doesn't true. necessarily have to be a good person, yeah. or it's it's really and it gives you a powerful um, example of how much perspective plays into things. It's really yeah. just the perspective. Of the main person that yeah. the, the thing goes around. Or people.
2: Dropped it right there. So Boom. it
1: really, you know, like Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Would you call them no, good people? No. Man. Exactly. But they're the protagonist. Yeah. Or you
2: just throw it right back to the top five when I said peppermint. Yeah. Jennifer Garner yeah, was yeah, killing, killing people. people. She, she was out there killing people. Yeah. A lot of people didn't think she was yeah. a good person. But well,
0: I mean, think good. about all the mobster movies that we see. Yeah. Public Enemies. Yeah. John Dillinger. Like, you know. It's and I mean, this, this next one that's about to come out. I mean, it's not glorifying him by no means. But uh, the Ted Bundy one was right. like Ephron. Yeah. So. There you right. go. I mean, all it's about just how the perspective. You interpret it. Yep. yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Box office predictions time. Oh man, let's do a little recap, but obviously I got number 1 right with Captain Marvel. You uh, were so you were so We, we were so all pl-
2: got Captain Marvel
0: right. I mean, you went a specific number and let's say You were like 600,000 off.
2: I'm going Common Core math, bro. I'm taking it, okay? I am taking it.
0: Yeah. I got this one right to the money. You said 154 million and it got 153.4 million. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm.
2: In the grand scheme of things, when you're talking hundreds of millions, I feel like six hundred thousand doesn't count. All it, it's right, just all right. All right. Okay. It, was, it was pretty close. Give it to me, bro. I'll give it to you.
0: I've been giving you shit all week. I'll give it to you. It's, it's-
2: not like I'll remember it next week. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. Well, yeah, let's start with the recap. Like I said, I got Captain Marvel right and I it came in my little range. I predicted around 150 to 160. It got 153.4. Boom. Uh, Number two, it was How to Train Your Dragon with fourteen point six million. I got that right because I predicted or ten to fifteen million. Number three, I got Medea Family Funeral with around ten to fifteen million. It got twelve point four million.
2: I was shocked by that. I was
0: too, honestly. Uh, number four was the Lego sequel with $3.9 million. I got the money wrong, so we're not even going to talk about that one. And <laughs> Alita Battle Angel was number five with $3.2 million, and I also got that money wrong. But I got one through five right, and I got the money right yeah. for the first three.
2: And see, I really felt like other than... Uh, the second place movie mm-hmm. I thought honestly three through five would have all been under ten million dollars. Yeah. I, I was shocked that they honestly. weren't. I thought everything like was going to fall into that three or four million dollars. Yeah. Match.
0: Because I'm pretty sure a Medea family funeral last week had the low twenty millions and then How to Train Your Dragon was like around 30 million it was like right under yeah. 30 million yeah. so yeah i'm honestly surprised that medea family funeral stuck in that long Me too but Me too. Uh, let's talk about some new movies coming out this week we got wonder park a new animated film and we have five feet apart that new cole sprouse one coming out we have an interview coming up with yeah. this trina someone.
2: lafargue man mm-hmm. she's the uh she co-stars in it she plays the best friend of yes uh the lead character And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. She's another New Orleans native. We love our New Orleans people. Word around town.
0: (laughs) That's great. That's great. But movies that are already out, like we said, a Medea's family funeral, the Lego movie sequel. What Men Want, Alita Battle Angel with Sam, Who Am I? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Happy Death Day 2, Isn't It Romantic, How to Train Your Dragon, Fighting With Your Family, and of course, Captain Marvel. Guys, go out and see that. Seriously. I reviewed it on Fantastic Reviews. Go check out my opinions. You will not be disappointed. But for this one... I mean, I got Captain Marvel again. I got sixty to seventy million. Honestly,
2: I, I feel that's completely. I'm not again going to go with an exact. Yeah, you're number. not. No, no. no. <laughs> but I do feel like between sixty and seventy million is accurate. Yeah, I, I believe it'll easily take the box office. Yeah,
0: and then number two, I think it's going to be Wonder Park. This is an animation kids film, and I mean, I mean, it's been. But I mean, How to Train Your Dragon came out a couple of weeks ago. But
2: yeah, so Kelly I, th- Clarkson is in that one. Right? Yeah, I believe uh, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. so rock and roll with that one. I think that's going to be around ten to fifteen million. And the third place, I think it's going to be five feet apart, uh, which is around ten to fifteen million. I think that's going to be like another Fault in Our Stars movie. Yeah, it's going to have a very like cult teenage following surrounding it and people are just gonna be talking yeah, about you it you know the
2: Riverdale people are going oh, they're yeah. gonna flood to it with Cole Sprouse for sure. so. and look it's an indie film so if it yeah. does
0: anywhere 10 million or higher it's a win seriously I mean, so exactly in theaters all around guys it's out right now go see it and number four I have how to train your dragon the hidden world with around five to ten million and number five a Medea's family funeral with round five to ten, man. So we shall see. We shall see. Hopefully, Five Feet Apart gets second place because that would be pretty awesome to see an be. indie film to do. But like I said, it's Captain Marvel's week. So you know how it is. It, yeah. Now it is time for our IMDb Pro top trending segment absolutely yes we want to send a special thank you and a special shout out to imdb pro fantastic app if you're anybody connected to the industry you guys need to be on this app
2: you can even track your favorite celebrities and movies and tv shows on the app exactly like you could just click and it'll notify you every time something changes with them how awesome is that yep you can
0: sign up through amazon if you have amazon prime you actually already have imdb pro so there you go uh, But let's get to it. The movie this week. This is no surprise to me. Uh, Captain Marvel, of yeah. course. No. no, way. no What? <laughs> uh, have you seen it yet, Tavia?
1: No, I think we're going to try and go tomorrow. There mm. you go.
0: Um, oh, yeah. man. It, it's good. It's yeah, good. You're going to uh, love it. Second post-credit scene, you don't need to stay for. Just letting you know. We will anyway. Okay. I feel you. I feel Even
1: you. if I told Kevin that, <laughs> he'd be like,
2: no. I mean, they're continuing that trend of it's more comical than yeah. necessary. But the first post credit scene—that's that's the, the badass right. one. Yeah.
1: Is there anything related to Stan that's going to make me feel all s- yeah, sappy? Yeah. And- the, uh,
2: the, the beginning. The beginning. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then he's in it. His, His cameo is. Cameo is epic. Which. Oh my god. Gives a shout out to not your Kevin Smith, but the mm. other Kevin, Kevin. Smith. Mm. Um. Don't but, spoil it. No, I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it. I'm not going to say. But uh, well, this is common knowledge, so I'm not spoiling anything here. They the normal open. Their ten year anniversary open mm-hmm. or whatever. The, it's Stanley now. All the pictures yeah. that you see funnel is all a big tribute to Stanley. Oh, cool. So yeah, everybody was kind of oh, yeah, in the theater. It so so epic. That's nice. It was. Yeah. It was. It's nice. You're yeah. you're gonna love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: top TV series. Top trending TV series. Game of Thrones is back at it. Has it came out Came out yet? It's coming out uh, in April. April. Right? Yeah. Oh man, are you excited? I am. You're the ga- <laughs> you're the Game of Thrones <laughs> person. I here. am. Uh, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> We should have had
0: the camera ready. Yeah. That face was it's just cool. Like, oh. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, the hour and a half uh, length episodes?
1: Um. I. I mean. I think that it, there's that's like the only way they can do it. Yeah. These, there's so much going it on in these shows, like and like yeah. there's so many storylines that are all interweaving. That like. I don't see how they could be any shorter. Yeah. But they're making you know they're fi- making fewer episodes, right. so it kind of evened out to basically yeah. the same number of hours of television time or whatever. Yeah. But it's a. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be emotional.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So. And this one, by no surprise, the number one top trending star is Luke Perry. Oh, oh it's I so mean, sad. I, I, so sad. I
2: hate that he's number one for the reason yeah. that he's number one. Yeah. But yeah. it's super geez. sad, man. By the way, I, I just wanna nice job, Lauren Michaels and Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. If you guys missed it, they did a special um, before the regular Saturday Night Live, the new episode, they uh, I guess at around 9 o'clock, they did um his episode that they he had hosted it, yeah. way mm-hmm. back in 92 when Beverly Hills 902 oh no, it was so huge oh no, so uh, as a tribute to yeah. him. And yeah, it was so funny though. Wow. Yeah. And Phil Hartman, who's also left us way too soon, he was like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's <laughs> like, Luke, use the force. And he's like, I'm not that Luke. It works for any Luke. It works <laughs> for <laughs> any Luke. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was so funny. It was just a really touching tribute. So yeah. well done by them. That's
1: and if awesome. I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think some people are even trying to help bring this bring some stroke uh, awareness to it too, like mm-hmm. health risks and stuff like that. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, and how someone who can be who can seem perfectly healthy in other ways, just, you know, yeah. have a stroke and how what can happen. So
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yes, by no surprise, Luke Perry, well deserved. Rest in peace. Yes. Uh, but man. All right, now it is time for the Billboard Chart Tappers. Oh, man, thank goodness some stuff has changed because <laughs> I get tired of saying Ariana Grande's name every week.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. Spoilers! <laughs> and she's still not a Beatle. <laughs> <guys. laughs> she's still not a beetle, guys.
0: Just if you've checked. You're still not, not a beetle. You're not, you're not. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. But the Hot 100 song number one is Sucker. Uh, the Joe Jones, are the joe jonas the jonas brothers and if um,
2: i I think i read this if i'm not mistaken it's their first number one it is i the, guess they only got to five
0: before so interesting yeah congratulations guys Seriously. yeah uh coming out with the new doc we talked about that last week they partnered with the amazon and uh they just did a carpool karaoke
2: mm. with uh
0: james corden that was pretty funny that was um top 200 albums it went to hoser wasteland baby just by the title of this album i want to listen to it yeah and honestly after we record this and everything you guys should go look at the cover art it looks pretty badass so it looks like folky rocky i mean it looks nice it looks nice
2: that's a yeah. good a description of them Yeah. honestly i, I mean never their first listen to them
0: oh take me to church or oh yeah. that's them yeah okay See, I'm I'm not good with names and songs. Yeah, yet. no,
2: I, I loved their first album. Yeah. I mean, I
0: thought it was brilliant. So that's awesome. Yeah, then... the
2: follow- and that's good because a lot of follow ups aren't aren't normally as good as the first. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, definitely you have right?
0: to listen to it. Um, Artists of the week: Ariana Grande. <laughs> uh, it's the 11th week at number one. Um, Top radio song is Halsey, Without Me. This is her second week at number Mm, one. mm. Uh, Top digital sales is Sucker, The Jonas Brothers. There you go. Top streaming song is Sucker, The Jonas Brothers. Uh, Top album sales is The Wasteland Baby album. And top digital album sales is Wasteland Baby. Mm. So they're
2: rocking and rolling with it.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. That's awesome.
2: now if they could just bump Ariana. I mean, you mm, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know.
0: Anyway, guys, thank you for the show this week. It's been so phenomenal. Uh, Coming and getting crazy, having a little fun with our guest this week, who is Audrey Audrey Walters. Walters. (laughs) Audrey Walters. She was phenomenal. Oh, my gosh.
2: And definitely make sure to check out that film, Walk, Ride, Rodeo, Netflix original. Really inspiring. Great film. Um, And again, we want to say Audrey's not. Bad. And she's, she's not, not a bad a mean person. person she's so nice <laughs> she really is.
0: she's like the nicest person <laughs> but anyway guys make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast anywhere you get your podcast on anchor spotify google play music uh apple podcasts all those good places like subscribe give us some stars leave a comment all that good shit make sure to follow us at all social media handles at crazyantmedia and make sure to visit our website crazyantmedia.com where we leave all of our latest information that's going on in our company on that website. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter where you can get all the latest information about the company. And oh my gosh, guys, it's so good. Our website looks so amazing. We've been redoing it. It looks sharp. It, looks it sharp. really
2: does. I'm loving the whole vintage black and white feel. Yeah, it, you know, I am too. It's good. I am
0: too. You know who else probably loves a vintage black and white feel? There's no doubt
3: about it. Open!